We are live. All right, Agutavach. We should have had a sponsor for tonight, but I couldn't print it out quick enough. So there's no sponsor. Uh, today is 31 days in the Oimer, four weeks and three days. We're two days away from Lagba Oimer. And there's tremendous news. The girl that we were all looking for was found healthy, safe, and sound, Baruch Hashem. So that parsha is over. Baruch Hashem. All right, a couple of emails. It is Matzah Shabbos. First of all, I have a picture. He's missing. I don't know, where's Jonathan Stefanski? Is he on? Anyway, here's a picture of a dentist office. And in the dentist office, there's a TV screen on the ceiling. And you can ask for music. But if you want to fall asleep, this is the preferred way. <laughs> you get the daffin. Anyway, that's that. What else do we have here? There's a very long email. Let's see if I could cut it out here. This is from Adam Lobato from Edgware, London. Apologies in advance for the long email. I've been meaning to write to you again for a long time. I'll just leave it as is. No, it's not good. No, no, leave, leave it. No, 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 I'm looking over here. It's, very, it's fine. I've been meaning to write to you again for a long time. I last emailed you back on Brachas Davdalad. I have lots of time to think about it. I started watching the full shir at the start of Brachas and Baruch Hashem haven't missed the daf yet. Although there have been truly been many times I've been holding, I wasn't, I wasn't holding definitely more the yoimi than the daf. Okay. This is primarily a note of Akar Satoy. Firstly, to you for giving over by far, in my opinion, the most engaging, clear, and well-delivered daf yoimi shirim that I've found. I've tried many others, American, British, Sephardi, Litvish, Hasidish, but I haven't looked back since starting with you. Shkoyach. It's also the first online share that I felt truly immersed and engaged in. I owe this not just down to you and your style, but to the phenomenal Chabura of the Merkaz Dafayoimi. And importantly, to your team of Chaverim who seem to have limitless levels of energy, passion, and hunger to spread your Torah or Torah to as many as possible. Whether it's Yeshua reaching out via WhatsApp to people personally to learn about them. And I thought to learn, but it's to learn about them and to encourage them and keep them going. Or Yosef spending what is clearly hours arranging all the uploads and links. Or one of the many other members of the Chabura, of the Chabura, sharing advice, stories, and Torah via the chat group, etc. When we were together in the base Medrash pre-corona, I was desperate to come and be there for the Shir in person. Now in these Zoom times, I wish I could join live at 5.15 UK time, but my current situation is making that tough, so I find myself watching later via YouTube. Why don't you be part of the camaraderie of the shir? Good. We're almost done. Having the daf every day in your shir and the chevra has been exactly what I need in what's been a very difficult and chaotic time. To have that magnetic, engaging kfiyas of Torah to look forward is priceless. I've written way more than I intended, but I felt it was important to show my akars atoiv and just a couple of final points. I'm from Edgware in London. Remember when you read my first email, you had no idea where it was, and I was speaking with another avid member of the Shear from my area, Joel Silberstein, saying we'd like to do what we can to get the word out to more London people so we can rival the now famous Manchester Chabura and balance out the UK representatives. Okay, point number two. When we're going through, by Mehmet leaking, you mentioned several times that people diving in Zerashkinas know, just to say Sephardim also say this every Friday night. Okay. As someone from UK, I'd love to know the deal with the Folgers coffee that Yeshua clearly loves so much. 
Is it particularly amazing coffee? No. It's like an average coffee. It's like what they serve in the restaurants in America. But I guess it's inexpensive. It's not cheap. It's inexpensive. <laughs> and it comes in giant containers that people could carry. Uh, yeah. But, but, but it's better, I think, than the Israeli stuff or whatever they sell here, right? I think so. Not better than David Dimbert's coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker, so I look forward to a Mirza Hashem coming in person one day and having coffee. Listen, it's not good to come all the way from London for Folgers. And if it's that important, we could send you a little coffee over there. But yes, yeah, come visit us anyways. Hi to Yosef Biliak, who I knew many moons ago. That's why he mentioned you beforehand, Yosef. Back in London, it doesn't surprise me at all to see what a Bentoyer and Balchesed has become. Ah! Thank you again for the amazing Abbas's Torah, and personally for me for keeping the days filled with engaging Limu Torah, Adam Labato, Edgeware, London, UK. See the normal in uh, Edgeware, London, UK. Now listen to this. All of a sudden I get an email from Joel Silberstein. Shalom Aleichem. I've been listening to this year since the beginning of the new cycle. So happens that Adam Labato is a friend of mine and lives in the same area as Edgeware. I've spoken to him and we would like to jointly represent London, UK. Kol Tov, Yol Silberstein, Edgware. You see, the guys in Chicago... Gary, I see you sitting and looking on the screen. I thought you were coming over here. Okay, you could talk to yourself because I don't hear you. But Mazel Tov to, add, uh, to, to Gary. He just made a bar mitzvah today and it was an amazing thing. He gave out, uh, just to me I guess, a, a Shalachmonas Kiddush thing. Like, you don't have to come to my house, he said. Here's a, here's a Kiddush. It had herring and kogel and all that stuff, but I came anyways to say hello to him. It was the first time out. Oh, but over there, they're not careful. People without masks in your side of town, but they still dive in on the porch, whatever. So Yol Silverstein and Adam Abada want to represent Edgeware. There are four people fighting over Chicago. We have Andrew Glatz, Yosef Benzev, Yol Bergman, and Aryeh Weil. Obviously, Yol Bergman wins, but we're just thinking maybe we should just do more than one person. I think it makes more sense. We'll do a bunch of people. And now listen to this. All of a sudden I get another email. Good morning. I just want to thank you, Rebelli, and whoever else is out there. I'm on my second cycle of Dab Baruch Hashem. Just felt I had to write. I discovered Rebelli Shir after someone posted the leak for last week's Shir sponsored as Rafur Shlema for the Selger Brothers. It's truly amazing Shir. Can't sleep tonight. So, listening to your Shir on YouTube because I didn't manage yesterday. Thank you so much. Olim Shir Stavis, Laws Jacobson, Edgeware, UK. So we got three people from Edgeware. He, does, he, he doesn't want to be a, a representative, but anyway, we're, we're, we're looking for representatives, real representatives, and uh, we'll consider them all. So, Rabbi Sai, let's jump into this. It's Daf Samach Dalet today. We're holding on the bottom of Samach Gimel and Beis by Torah Rabbonon. Like six lines from the bottom. Arig, yeah, we're good? Arig, so we learned yesterday about a small piece of garment, even less than three by three fingers, and a very small jewelry piece is Tomei. We learned yesterday. What about them together? Small little piece of garment attached to a small little piece of jewelry. What about that? Each one by itself doesn't do anything, but together they combine to make something. Is it Tomei? Says the Gemara, it's Tomei. Musaf sak ala beged, sack, a sack from now on, and today, today's sugya sack is referring to something made out of goat's hair. Okay, the wool of a goat. Goat's hair, in the Gemara language, is called a naitza. It's a, a feather. Goat. Sack equals goat. 
So says the Gemara that a sack is more chomer than clothing. The Gemara is going to explain everything in a second. This we had yesterday that the source that a small garment is is from the word that a small piece of jewelry is tame. How do we know that? Mitzitz, we had yesterday. The only thing we didn't have yesterday is the combination of the two. What do you have? If you have a small piece of garment together with a small piece of jewelry, you're probably all asking, but isn't that included already? No. Because each one by itself doesn't do anything. Together they do something. So that I need a special puzzle. Okay, there's another puzzle. Midyan is Tumas Mace. And how do you know anything else? Omalei, Gomar, Kli, Kli, Mehasam. Okay, Tabadav, Samachdal, Omadav. So we're learning out Kli, Kli. So in Tumas Mace, it says the word Kli. By Tumas Sheretz, it says Kli. We learn one from the other. Everything is great. All right. Rabbi Yisai, we're going to start now a sugya of Drushes. But don't check out yet. Trust me. This is a very, very typical sugya. If you learn two or three of them, you'll see they, they're basically all the same. They have the same kind of theme. They ask the same questions. They come out with the same results. I see Gary left his seat, so that means he's on his way here. So when he knocks, you could open it up. Of course, the dog. Oh, the dog. I have a great mice to tell you. It's not so nice. I don't know if I should say it about myself. I could say it to somebody else. But... There's a guy in my building who's a big troublemaker. <laughs> Dr. Epstein, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> a stickle troublemaker. But me and him, we get along great. I can't say that the whole building gets along with him great. Baruch Hashem, I don't think he watches this year, so he's not going to watch. Nobody tell him that I'm saying this. It's <laughs> but I get along with him, seriously, I get along with him great. I'm able to shtach him a little bit, he shtachs me. And that's a different time, I'll talk about the email that Hill sent me about the shtaching. David Feinberg has a couple of times, it's great. But anyways, he, he comes running over to me right before Meyer is about to begin. And uh, there's like 35 people standing around and he screams out real loud. He says, Eli, Mr. Dafyoimi, if you did Dafyoimi, why do you have a dog? It says, you shouldn't have a Kelevra in your house. What kind of Dafyoimi guy are you? Because Baruch gave me, I don't know why. It, I turned to him, I go, listen. I first need to deal with Shachinra. Then I could start dealing with a Kelevra. Oh, he had a good, he had a good laugh. He liked it. It was great. But talking about Shachinra, I really have a really great neighbor right below me. And here's how the world is so small. There's somebody, Ben Zaken, that watches the Shir in Rechavia, who, who told my neighbor downstairs, they called him up and says, Oh, Mazel Tov, your pergola. She says, How do you know? She says, We can't tell you. But anyways, she sent him a link. Basically, it's, I was complaining that there was so much noise at 7 o'clock in the morning. Somebody's drilling and making a ruckus here, and we couldn't hear anything. And he watches the shear, so he knew that she has a pergola, so she, they, they have a kitzer. The world is, but they are mamish, shochin toiv. He's a magichir and racist. Chashve people, dosh chenim toivim. But anyways, that was the mice. Fine. I'll go upon him. I just got to it, because Gary, when he knocks on the door, the dog starts screaming. There's nobody the dog hates more than Gary ben Moshe. So, oh. What? Yeah. Hmm? 
Mary's asking cash on, on these rushes. We can't ask cash on these yeah, rushes. It says cool cleave. Yeah. Also. No. So What are you using the coal for? Oh, we'll talk about it later. You're here in my house. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, if I had some time, Motsi Shabbos is really bad. I don't have enough time. But just to go through real quickly, I just want to, maybe some bit. There's, the good thing is that there's a lot of redundancy. It's a very simple sugya, but it takes up almost the whole amid, and then we're scot-free. And if you know how to, if you do this sugya of, of, of drushas, the back, forth, and then Xer Shabbat, and it's all the same in Shas. He's at the door. Basically, we have two categories. We have mace and sheretz. We have a dead body that imparts tumah, and that's a very strong tumah, seven days of tahara, etc., mikvah. And they have sheretz. You can go to the mikvah that same day. Great. The, what we're going to learn, Shalom Aleichem, Gudvach, Mazel Tov, Gary. Then we have something called a chavok and kilkele. These are People don't really wear this. This is, this is for the horse. This guy over here, a strap that holds the, the saddle, a strap that holds whatever, that shouldn't slip backwards. Okay, that is, we're going to learn that from mace. And we have sherets. That it, from sherets, we're going to learn about things that are made out of the wool of a goat, which comes to exclude, and it has to be tavi varig, it has to be woven, comes to exclude a rope. A rope is not tovivarig. And it comes to also include wool of a horse and anything else, of a cow, of a horse, and everything else. So once I have these things by a sheretz, and this thing by a mace, we have uh, the, the, the chavik and kilkili by a mace, all the Gemara is going to do is say that they're both by each other. By whatever you have by a mace, you have by a sheretz, and whatever you have by a sheretz, you have by a mace. Why? Because it says by both of them, Aru Beged, the Zegzer Shava. that's it, that's the whole sugya. And it goes on and on and goes back here, it goes back to Sheretz, goes back to Amaze, but the kids are, that's all we need to know. That's a very big kitzer, less than eight minutes. Says the Gemara like this. First, all the way on the top. Musaf Sak Ala Beged. What happened? What did you do? They could hear me? I can hear them, but what do you do exactly? You're not telling me. You'll have to come every day. But put your mask on. We're still in Corona. Says the Gemara, Musaf Sakala Begit Mishumarig. So, as we mentioned before, we just have to explain it. There's a, a sack made out of goat here is more chamer than a regular Begit. Says the Gemara, Atu Begit Lav Arigu. What? What? You're saying that a sack is woven, but a beged not? This is what he meant to say. We know that everything has to be braided. We have to, it has to be woven, spun and woven. So, says the Gemara. Is the, is the YouTube on? Because I hear somebody calling. Okay. Maybe get the door so he doesn't bang again. So what does that mean? I could take here from a goat, even though it's not woven. But what are you doing with it? He could take three strands, not really hairs, not to be confused. Another tech guy, Mordechai Seltzer just showed up. 
worried that perhaps we don't have Sam, but Gary's here already and everything's good. Shkoyach. The unbelievable crew of MDY, Yishkoyach. So, again, we're not talking about three hairs of a goat, we're talking about three strands of goat. In other words, somebody made a thread out of it, that's, it's nice. If you take three of those, if you're so poor, you can't afford thread, you can't afford a nice necklace for your daughter, so what do you do? You take this goat hair, you take three of them, and you braid it. It's not woven, it's not spun, it, it might be spun, but it's not woven, it doesn't have, it's not an arig. It's not an arig, it's braided, very different. You basically go like this, like a girl braids her hair. Three of them, you make a necklace, so you could tie a pendant on it. That's the whole use. That's what we said, that, that a sheep, uh, a goat's hair, is more chamor than clothing. Because clothing, you need to have, you know, woven. This you don't. Alright, now let's jump into the sugya. Torah Abana. It says by Sheretz, Sak. How do I know to include these guys? Now, what's the difference between this and this and anything else? Because this is for an animal, this is for a horse. So how do I know that it applies also to the horse stuff? I'm talking to myself now. Now, what's a chevel, a rope? Ropes are not made like everything else. The way the Gemara understands a rope, in the time of the Gemara, they took this, this hair and they just, bound, they just mushed it together and it became a rope. It's not woven and, and like, like, like you make, a, like you make a, a, a thread for clothing. It's a rope. Ropes are different. Meshichos. A tape measure. How do you make a tape measure in the time of the Gemara? You, you got to tell David to get his, his picture off the screen. The Benishchai is, is scaring me. Anyway, he put his picture, went to do something else, and he's pretending he's learning. Somebody tell him. So I'll go bottom, you take a, a string, it's exactly... It, it's off. We're completely off. That's off. Okay. What happened? Yeah, because my son-in-law touched it after... Okay, put it back, Yishkoyach, okay. But it's now it's crooked. You gotta put the tissue under the left side. Yishkoyach. Yeah, but that's too crooked. Push it down. Thank you. I don't even know where we're holding. So we have suck. Oi, sack. You have a sack. So how do you know that it includes stuff that animal wear? Oi. From the word oi. I've called, oh yes, I was talking about a tape measure. That's what I was talking about. The tape measure is you take a piece of rope and you measure exactly uh, five feet and you have a piece and that's it. Anytime you need something that's five feet, you take this piece of rope and it works. But that's also, that's not tovivarig. It's not woven, it's not spun. It's, it's just a, a clump of, of hairs and whatever and it becomes tight and it becomes a, a rope. That's, that's not included. It has to have spun and woven. Anything made from goats. So over here it says by mace. So now we have by a corpse, by a mace, it tells us we learned the halacha that this is included. These guys are included. How do I know from a mace? Now the Gemara is going to tell us, once I know it by mace, I know it by sheretz. Why? Because it's a Shava. 
because there's two words extra here, two words here, and they, they have the same, they, they're the same words, and therefore, whatever halachas I have by mace, I have by shirts. Whatever halachas I have by shirts, I have by mace. Maybe I should include also things that are not tavi varig, woven and spun. You were metame by a sheretz, the, the hair of a goat. And you were metame by a mace. So maybe I should learn one from the other. By sheretz, I need. I need spun. So too by a mace. Says Gemara, hey, what are you talking about? A sheretz compared to a mace is no comparison. A sheretz is the tumma that it emits is much lighter than the tumma of a mace. Why is tumma a mace chamura? Seven days. You need the, the, the paraduma, you tell me for seven days. It's a whole different category. Uh, to my shares, you touch a shares, you go to the mikveh that day, you, you tar at night. That's it. This is the whole sugi right here. These words, beged va'ar, it says beged va'ar, clothing and Leather, begged va'ar by mace. It says that so. Therefore, Gzeirah Whatever halachas I have here, I have over here. Never begged va'ar by shares. We never begged va'ar by mace. Ma begged va'ar omer by shares loytim elotov va'arig. Just like when it comes to shares, it has to be woven and spun. I've begged va'ar omer by mace. You see, there's a lot of redundancy. We're going to be saying the same words, and it's a simple sugi, not to get scared. Elotov va'ar. Ma begged va'ar omer by mace. Tim ekol mace season. Just like the begged it says by, by Tmei Mace, it's everything that has to do with goats, including what? These guys, the Chevek, the Kilkali. So too. So now I'm learning from Mace to Sheretz. Second ago, I was doing Sheretz to Mace, now I'm going backwards. Don't, don't limit me. To tuma from a beggar that was made from a goat. I mean, even today, who makes stuff from goat hair? I have stuff that's made out of horse hair, even the, the, you know my my hat brush or whatever. But goat hair, I, I think it's uh, in the past. So how do you include all stuff? Stuff that's made from a, a cow? Tamaloimar oy sok. Okay, oy sok. But we just used oy sok a minute ago for something else. How how could you be using it twice? Says the Gemara. How do you mean the shava? I didn't have Xeris Shavas, so I had to use Oisak, but now I have Xeris Shava, I, didn't, I don't need that Oisak for Chavak Vikilkali. This I can learn from Xeris Shava between Mace and Sheretz. I don't need a special Oisak. So what do I do to Oisak? To tell us even horse here. But where does it say Oisak? It says Oisak by Sheretz. So how do I know the same concept by a Mace? Well, that's simple. Once I have Xer Shava, everything goes, it travels back and forth from Sheretz to Mesh, Mesh to Sheretz. And any halacha I have here, I have over there. Vidino, Tima b'Mesh, Vidino b'Sheretz, Ma'akish, Tima b'Sheretz, Asa Dova HaBom, Znava Susim, Znava Parak, and Maiseizim, just by Sheretz. All material is the same, whether it was made from a horse, or a goat, or a cow. Ma'akish, Tima b'Mesh, Asa Dova HaBom, Znava Susim, Znava Parak, and Maiseizim, so too by Mesh. Hey, wait a minute, stop. Im here, Bibi Tuma Sarev, Shimirubo. What's more likely for you to touch a dead rat, a sheretz, 
or a dead body. The cheretz is much more common. It's very rare. Okay, but we have begivar, begivar, like Zereshava. I have like Shava, and therefore I go back and forth. That's it. Simple, yes. But now the Gemara goes into one more detail that we have in a lot of sugyas when it comes to these drushas. The concept of mufna. When I have Xerish Shava, it says Beganar by Mace, and it says Beganar by Sheretz, I learned Allahas. But wait a minute. If I could ask a simple question and say that they're different, then I can knock this Xerishov out. But if there's a word that's completely extra in one of the places, and according to one Manda Omar, in both of the places, then it's so solid, there's no way to knock the Xerishov out. It's as if, literally, the Torah told this halacha to me specifically in both places. If the Torah says halacha, and the Torah says that Chevek uh, and Kilkuli work by a Sheretz, and, and, and we learn that it works by a mace, or vice versa, it's as if the Torah said it in both. Only on condition that it's Mufna, that it, there's an extra word that we don't need at all. And we don't know what to do, to do with that word, and that word comes to tell us that this, this is a solid drasha. Says the Gemara, Umufna. By the way, there's an extra word. The Lav Mufna, because if there wasn't an extra word, and this is the, it's the same language in every sugya. If there's no mufna, then I'm going to have a question. What's the question? I'm going to say that this is more chamer than that, and therefore I can't learn one from the other. Every sugya is different. Why is this more chamer than that? Okay, it gives you a reason. Oh, you know why it's chamer? Because the tumor of a sheretz, if the sheretz is this small, it emits tumor. Versus a mace, it has to be this large. So what's more powerful? The, the sheretz gives, a, it has a bigger bang for tumah. It's able to emit tumah on a very small scale. A very small adasha could give out tumah. That, that means it's more powerful than a dead person, in, in a way. Yeah, a dead person gives tumah that lasts for seven days. But, but it has to be a very large piece. Says the Gemara, so the Gemara lie, you're right, there is an extra word. What's the extra word? There's a hackage between Sheretz and Shekhvah The following Pasuk, next Pasuk, So Shekhvah and Sheretz are Pasuk after Pasuk. Then the whole Begit Va'ar is not necessary by Sheretz. So the words Begit Va'ar are so extra that now that I make Xeri Shavu from the word Begit Va'ar, it's solid. There's no way I could slug it up. Says the Gemara, and again, this is the same style everywhere through Shas. But I only have one extra word by Sheretz. That's great according to one Mandom that says one extra word is enough. But according to the other Mandam, I have to have extra word by Sheretz and extra word by Mace. Otherwise, I can ask a great question. And what was our question? That you cannot learn out Mace from Sheretz because Sheretz is different. It's Metama with the small size of a Chadasha, where Mace, you need a large size of an olive. The Mace, now I'm Guess what? There's an extra word by Mace. The, the whole Begin and R is 
extra by mace, and it's extra by sheretz. Why? Because both of them you can learn out from Shechva Zera, and therefore they're both extra. Forget about the next pasuk. In the same pasuk, it says, you touch a dead person, there's a hackish between the two. That we had a second ago by Sheretz when we were talking about Sheretz. It says by Shikh Vazera the words Beged and Ar. Beged and Ar, the Kazar Achmana, Bemez, Lamali. Great. End of the Sugya. We're done. I'm saying, Chaim, I don't think Chaim, no, we're not done for tonight. We're done with the drushes. I think Chaim is going to show up now. If I would have told him that we're done after how many minutes? Not, not that long. You have what's going on here. So basically, you have Xer Shava or Beged, and from that Xer Shava, I, I, I go from, from a maze to a Sheretz, and I learn that the, the, the goat hair and not Hevel, and I learn uh, a Kilkali, and I go back and forth, and everything is great. That was that whole sugi. Says the Gemara. So when Kaiso came back from the war, Midian, they brought So they all the jewelry that they found in the war, all the loot, the jewelry loot, they decided to give it as a carbon to Hashem. They brought it to the Beis HaMikdosh, to the, to the Mishkan. What did they bring? So the, the Torah enumerates. Etzada, ankle bracelets, Vitzamid, bracelets, Tabas, rings, Agil Vekumas, we don't know what that is. The Gemara is going to explain. Omer Blaza. Says the Gemara, this is referring to Jewelry that you wear in private, for private parts. It has the shape of the top of the woman. And the kumaz is the erva. Now it makes sense. The targum of, of this word is machaych, which is laughter. Erva, arayas, brings to leitzanus. So it's a joke. Why do you have to go to the Targum and get this from the Targum? Uh, I, I can learn that from the Pasuk itself. That what? Kumas. What does Kumas mean? It's actually Rashi Tevis. Kan Mokoim Zima. This is a place of Znos. Says the Gemara of Moshe Rabbeinu was upset. He was mad at the, at the commanders of the army. What happened? When Moshe Rabbeinu sees, all of a sudden you start bringing gifts. If somebody all of a sudden brings you a gift, you have to be worried. Not you, Leon. Not, not you. <laughs> it wasn't prepared. Leon Welcher, he noticed over here in the... Uh, in my cabinet, that it's empty. We're dry. No more wine. Now, what he doesn't realize is that on that side of the, of the room, there's a big fridge. That's my wine fridge. Now, all the expensive wines are in there. So, what he did, that, like Mayor just said, that wine fridge is actually empty. He didn't know that. So, he's basically on this. So, Erev Shabbos, he sent over Yosef with a beautiful present, a uh, forest yatir, and um, a petit verdot. I don't know how he knows that I like it. I happen to like petit verdot a lot. But the Gemara is saying that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he got, when you see the present, all of a sudden Israel is bringing all this gold. All, what's going on? You guys did something wrong. It sounds a little fishy. Maybe you did something wrong. 
Remember, when they went to war with Midian, they had the terrible story, the, the, the Midianim, beforehand, they sent out their women, and Klai Yisrael was nichshal, and 24,000 of us, of, of the Jews, were nifter, got killed, and then we had to go to war with them. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, maybe that's what happened with you. That's what ha- maybe it happened again. Maybe you're nichshal again. Why? All of a sudden, you're big tzaddikin, you're bringing matanos. We counted every single one of us and we're all here. In other words, Rashi even says, Nobody went off the derech, nobody did an Aveir, nothing. We're we're perfect. Exactly like we left, we're here. So why bring presents? So so what's the problem? So why are you bringing something? Maybe we weren't over an Avera. But we thought about an Avera. Amazing. We thought about Znos. And we have to bring a carbon for that. Just for thinking. And we're going to see an amazing thing here. Crazy. Says the Gemara, actually it's tomorrow I think, let me see if it's tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's daf. That, I'll just point it out here. We learned once in the Suga that a Kayin Gadol cannot marry a woman who b'machshava was mizana. In other words, the machshava's nos is very powerful. It's not, oh, they thought about it, big deal. No, they thought about it and they had to bring a carbon for it. We can turn the page. They saw Erva just with their eyes, not that they did anything. And that's why they needed a kapara. Unbelievable. The Torah should have said that Klai Yisrael, all jewelry, whatever the jewelry was, they gave, they gave to Moshe Rabbeinu. But the Torah starts saying three, three that are visible, ankle bracelets, bracelets, and rings, and then Ogil Vekumas, the private ones. Why are they all together, mixed up in one pasuk? Says the Gemara, and we had this in Mesechtas Brachas, I hope you remember this. Just like the ones in the, on the, that are exposed, you could see, so if you look at a woman's small pinky, in other words, on a nothing, but you not look, you see, you gaze. It's as if you're looking in a private place, because the private jewelry is together with the exposed jewelry. They're all the same. Says the Mishnah. Now, this, the, the parak started, but the, the, the first Mishnah was discussing, another Mishnah, discussing what a woman cannot go out with. How are you doing, Rabbi El-Kubi? I didn't see you last time. I spoke about you. I said you bumped into me. You said hello to me. A 15-year-old kid that watches every single day. Halavai, more of those 15-year-olds. Not to talk about Ben Ishchai, that's also on my screen now. David kid. It's really David. And there's a bunch of other ones, but yeah. Oh, Cornblue, look at this screen. 
On this screen, you have David Korn, Daron Kornbluth with two of his kids as teenagers. We have Moti Milledorf with his kid. Ah, who else? I give you a factor. That's a, okay, that's a standard. That's a, yeah, who's that? Who's Nechemi? He's running away. Now they're running away. We're putting him out there running away. Says the Mishnah. We're going to be discussing things that a woman could go out. Amazing sugyas. These are sugyas for all of Yiddishkeit, all of Shas, what we're going to be learning today. A woman could go out with braids in her hair. Remember this sugya? That they use these strings to braid their hair. Now, we learned when you can't go out, when you could go out. Now, if it's made out of regular material, it's also why? Because she's going to pull it out and show her friend. Sorry, we're talking about then about Chatzitza. Since she has to undo it before the mikvah, so we're choshes that she might undo it and therefore she'll carry it. But her own hair, or hair in general, there's no chatzitza on here, right? We said you cannot tie hair tight enough to make a chatzitza. If there's no chatzitza, she doesn't have to undo it, and if she doesn't have to undo it, she'll never carry it. Okay. She could go out with strings made out of hair. Whether they're her own hair that she cut off and she made some sort of device to tie her hair with, or hair that you buy in the store, somebody else's hair, or animal hair. You remember these guys? We just had them. Toitefes and Sarvitin, handbands that go, headbands that go sideways or they go top to bottom. But these are different. The first Mishnah we were concerned she's going to take them off. But in this Mishnah we're not. Why? Because they're sewn. They're sewn to this. They're sewn in. You cannot remove it. She can remove it if she moves her whole headgear. Who's going to take off her head and show her and expose her ear? Not a problem. Listen to this. This throws everybody for a loop. Bechavel, that yarmulke device that she wears, and with a shaitel, So it says in the Mishnah, that a woman could go out with a shaitel into a chotzer. So what about all those signs on the street, you know, I go with a shaitel, you know, I go with a shaitel. So the Shiltiki Bayram says, from here you see, you let it go out with a shaitel. The women wore shaitels in those days. It was a thing, a thing to wear shaitels. On the other hand, you have the Beresheva that says, well, wait a minute, it's the opposite. And I like his raya, it's a tremendous raya. I don't know what to do with his raya really, but he says, this Mishnah corresponds to the first Mishnah of the Perik. Everything that we have in the first Mishnah, we talk about here. We're talking about, we spoke about in the first Mishnah, Tefes and Sarvitan. We had these headbands, and we said you cannot go out with it. Why? Because they're not attached. And now the Mishnah says, but they are attached, so you're allowed to go out with it. Everything that we had in the first Mishnah, we spoke about uh, just regular strings that she braids her hair with, you cannot go out with. And this Mishnah says, you could go out with human hair. All of a sudden, the Mishnah talks about a, a shaitel. Why didn't the first Mishnah talk about a shaitel? Says the Be'er Sheva, because nobody wears shaitels. You only wear a shaitel in a chatzar. Anyways, that's the Be'er Sheva, that's the Shiluk Yibayim. Spoken about hundreds of years ago, maybe thousands. Long, long time ago. 
But anyways, I don't want to get into the whole sugya. You're allowed to wear, you're not allowed to wear, inspired him, don't wear. Uh, Rabbi Vad Yusuf tells his people not to wear shaitel. So I just want to tell you a, a very, there's a famous um, uh, tshuva for Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. I'll say it real quickly. It's just very interesting. A woman wrote to the Ramesha Feinstein that her husband wants her to stop wearing a shaitel. And her taina was, his taina was, that it's maris ayin. People, the shaitels today are so beautiful, they're so, they look better than the women's here. It's maris ayin. People are going to think that she's not wearing a shaitel. So Ramesha Feinstein wrote back to the husband, not to the wife, and said, listen, you don't make up in our days maris ayin. There's no such thing. Chachamim could say maris ayin in those days, but you don't make up a maris ayin. Okay. That's a little bit, of, I'm not going to go because my son-in-law is here, so I don't want to stuck him out, that if you dive in, in a porch menu where it's this, it's a marasayin, that, that. Fine. And I told him then, you don't make up marasayin, whatever. Light <laughs> plugs. We don't make up light plugs. Anyway, fine. He said he never said that. He never said, he didn't say it. He said light plug, and I said, we don't make up light plugs. He has to Shiloh, whatever. Anyway, he's probably right, I'm wrong. Most people hold like him, especially in America. We're not in America. Where's America? I'll go about him. Later. But listen to what Ramesha Feinstein tells this guy. He says, I don't know what you look like, but assume that you shave. How come there's no marasite in your shave? People are going to think you shaved with a razor. So, so we're not chayish that you shave with a razor. You're, you're a normal yeshiva guy. You're, you're the from guy. You're not going to shave with a razor. So why would anybody think that your wife is walking around with, with, with her hair cover? You are okay, but your wife not. And then he tells him, he says, the Ramah says in two places that you're allowed to wear a shaitel. We're Ashkenaz and we go by the Ramah. Stop hacking a chinik. Do other chumras, whatever. Fine. So that's Ramah Shafayin. I just thought it was a cool, cool tshuva. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. So you're allowed to go out with a kavl and a pair of into the chatzar. Now notice, this is the only thing in the Mishnah that says these words. Things have changed. Things, things have changed with, with Mayer and the whole thing. Look, there is no, I don't know if you didn't notice, but there is no more corona in Israel. It doesn't exist. I, I, I don't know for a fact, but I just see the way people are acting. It doesn't exist. They're not walking around with masks anymore. They're touching and hugging each other in the streets. There is no corona. Baruch Hashem for today, there's no corona. So Mela, people are relaxing a little bit. And the, 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 those who are diving in their bedrooms are diving in the porches. Those who are diving in the porches are diving downstairs. Those who are diving downstairs are already in shuls. By, by Tuesday, I'm assuming there's going to be shear in, in, in the Dafayomi, America's Dafayomi, with 400 people. All right, anyway, it's going to happen soon, believe it or not. Just halavai, 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 just stay like this and not have a second wave. A woman could go out with those uh, cotton swabs in her ear. We're going to see a whole sugi about it. Let's see, she has a wound. I've seen it. I know that women, when they, you know, their their high heels start rubbing, whatever they they put in a little thing in there. And a woman for her nida. Bepilpel, she could put. Uh, uh, how do you say pilpel in English? Pepper, pepper a peppercorn in her mouth. Ubegalga melach and a, a a piece of salt. One is for bad breath, one is begagal melech is for a toothache, anything that she can put in her mouth, do not put, put it there on Shabbos. And if these things fall, you cannot put them back. A fake tooth. 
Shen Shalzov, Rashi learns it's one thing. It's a Shen Toitevet Shen Shalzov, his main pshat. In other words, you know those Russian guys with, the, with that golden tooth, for some reason rappers think it's cool, whatever. I guess, I guess the thing, it was a thing. So Mamela, that's your thing. Okay. Shen Shalzov. Remeir, Mater, Vechachamim, Oisrim. Remeir says it's mutter to go out. Again, the question, are you going to whip out, are you going to pull out your tooth and start showing, look, 24 karat gold? Or when you do that, that actually shows that you're missing a tooth and it's kind of embarrassing, you're not going to do it. So that's the, the typical machlegs that we had a few times already. Says Gemara, Utsricham, when the Mishnah talks about her hair, her friend's hair, or an animal's hair, we need these things. Look, she's not disgusted by her own hair. Yes, it's not attached to her body, but she's not disgusted. I mean, if people... <laughs> is that Avi Kamiansky? <laughs> My... <laughs> okay, I get it. Mike Tyson has... <laughs> one tooth is missing and two gold teeth. Fine. I think that's all he has, by the way, to his name. It's a good thing he bought that gold tooth. Because if he... Who did that? Fine. Next. Viashmin the Chaverto. Rabbi say, I mean, shaitals today are chavertas, and nobody is too much. And especially if you thought about which chaverta comes from, from some woman in India, Shemirachim in some village. But Akaparim, Viashmin in the Chaverto, the Basminahu. Okay, at least it's human here. Av the Behema, you're wearing a horse's tail on your head. La Barminahu, Emeloi. So maybe you cannot wear it. It's so it's terrible. Your friend is going to say, "What are you wearing? A cow's tail on your head? Take it off!" So she right away takes it off. But she's a rishus rabbi. She'll come to walk with it. Tzricha tano bevatchali teitzi yalda b'shel skena uskena b'shel yalda. This is all good, but make sure that if you're an old woman, don't put on young hair, and if you're a young woman, don't put on white hair. In other words, you have everything is white. Also, you're going to have nice black hair. It doesn't make sense. People are going to start laughing at you immediately if you're 90 years old. Says the Gemara, I can understand that an old woman wants to look better. So she, she dyes her hair, or in this case, she's wearing a shaitel with younger looking hair. Imagine a 15 year old girl in high school, she's going to wear uh, an old lady's hair, white hair. I mean, what are you, crazy? Crazy. It's disgusting. Says the Gemara, you're right. You, 100%. It makes no sense, but we just had a... It flows, you know, with the Lashen. Yalda skein, skein, yalda, great. Bechavalu bepeir nachers l'chatzer. Omarav. Kol sh'asru chachamim. Here's the big question. Is there... Rabbi I think about it for 10 seconds. Is there any Indian in the world that a woman should not wear jewelry in a very large street? Going to the Merkaz... In Yerushalayim, I don't know what, not to wear jewelry. Or in any street. Is there any in you whatsoever? She's wearing tachshitim, she's wearing necklaces. She is not going to show it to her friends. Nobody today shows it to her friend. There's no such a thing. Is there any in you whatsoever to tell your wife, do not wear jewelry? That's the Shiloh. Today's question. Yes, no. Has anybody ever thought about it? Is it B'chlal an issue? You're not going to believe what we're going to come out to today. You're not going to believe it. Says the Gemara, Omarav Kol Shasru, Bechavu Pei Nachos Lachatz. Omarav Kol Shasru Chacham Lotzis Boy Lachus Rabim, Asur Lotzis Boy Lachatz. You hear what's going on here? 
This kind of answers my question in a way. Any item that's usher to go out into the Shusarabim with. Jewelry is one of them. You're not like going to the Shusarabim with jewelry because you're going to show your friend. It's usher to go into a private domain called the Chatzar. Chot, Mikavol, Opeya, Nachris. The only two items are a shaitel and a kavol. That, that snoo device that fits tight on the head and keeps the hair in, that you're allowed to. Only two things in the world. Everything else is also. Rabbi Anani bar Sosim, Yishmeda Rabbi Shmuel, Omar HaKol Kikavol. No. Everything. You're allowed to, you're allowed to, you're allowed to, jewelry, whatever it is, everything's like kavol. Tanan, bekavol, bepeya nochers lechotzer. But it says in our mission is specifically only two items. It doesn't talk about jewelry. When the whole mission is talking about jewelry, but then the mission says, but only two items you're allowed to go to the Chatzar. Bishlam el Rav Nichon. Rav makes a lot of sense. Rav says only two items. You're right. El Rav But according to Rav Anon who says that all items you're allowed to go into the Chatzar with, what do we do? Says the Gemara Rav Anon Ebas Sosim who is he quoting? He's quoting a Tana called Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yosi. Rabbi Tana upalig enochanami. So you have Rav Sasson, Rabbi Nani, who says you're allowed to go out with jewelry, and then you have Rav who says you're not allowed to go out with jewelry. Who are we passing like Rav or Rabbi Nani? So here's a massive Taisvus. I'm going to spare you the whole Taisvus. Vinir dalochik Rabbi Nani. Da, da, da. And now go all the way to the end of Taisus. Four lines before the end of Taisus. Aval Anu says Taisus. We. We don't have it. Why? Because it's either not 16 amas wide, it's not 32 feet wide, and we don't have 600,000 people walking through it, so we don't have it. So what are our streets called? Our streets are called Karmelis. It's not a Rosh Hashanah, it's not a Rosh Hashanah, it's in between. You don't have to be Machmir. In those days, people used to show off the jewelry and take it off and show. But in our days, when women are not used to taking off the jewelry, nobody shows it off, it's not proper. Our women do not remove the jewelry. And therefore, they're permitted. So he has a hetter. A major problem we have, Reboisai. How in the world could a woman go out in our days into a street with jewelry? Says Taisva is because perhaps the Pshad is because they don't show off. So we don't have the Zegzera of the Mishnah. Then he says, Look at the last words of Taisva's. The Mutaris Lotsis Behemder Laru. Why? Because we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Because what are you going to do? Tell your wife not to go out with jewelry? She's not going to listen to you. And if she doesn't listen to you, she'll be chayav achatos. So what is that called? You hear what Taisa says here? So I looked in the Mishnah Brewer here. It's a massive piece. It's this long. In Simen Chin Gimel Seif Yudches, if you want to look it up yourself. And the Mechaber basically brings all the Taisa's. He says, V'yeshom is this, and Yeshom is this, and we have this tether and this tether, and maybe we don't have Rosh Hashanah today, and maybe uh, we don't have a kid this, and, uh, and then the Bir Halacha says, at the end of the day, all these Pshatim and Taisvis are excuses to be Melamed Schus on Klai Yisrael, but at the end of the day, he says, 
do not tell your wife not to wear it. But he says, These are just excuses. The heterim and a real Yerushalayim shouldn't wear jewelry outside at all. In the Carmelas. I'm just quoting the Shemur. I had no idea. Rabbi said, I, I had no idea until today. That it's, that's an issue even. That, 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 you know, you just go about, yeah. My mother wore it, and my, my wife, and it was a Seder. It's not a, why would you even think that's an issue? No, there, there's something behind it. We, why do we do it? We don't know exactly, Taisi says. We have this excuse, that excuse. At the end of the day, we're saying, It's terrible. Okay. Now, look around a little bit. See if my, my friend's wife wears it. You know, she's a tzaddikist and she doesn't want to be a shaykh, a mazid, whatever. We'll have to see. You, you, you wear jewelry outside on Shabbos? Fine. Says the Gemara. Let's just see. Let's finish up here. It's getting a little late. Says the Gemara, Maishnahani. Why? This is also very, very important sugya, Rabbi Yisai. Why does the Mishnah say, according to Rav at least, according to our Tana, why does the Mishnah say there are two things you're allowed to go into a chatzar? It's called a shaitel and it's called a koival. Why? Omar Ulo Balo. It's an amazing concept. The Gemara was concerned about a woman being attracted, attractive to her husband. And if you take off these items, that might not happen. And what's going to happen? He'll divorce her. It's a problem. The, the, the Gemara is concerned about these things. Amazing. If you look at the words of the Pasuk, it says, What does Nida mean? It means distance. Distance yourself from her. Okay, so distance. Maybe I should be a big machmer. And distance, what do I do? In the beginning they said, she shouldn't use makeup. She shouldn't wear nice clothing. She shouldn't do any makeup, not the red, not the blue. And Rebbe Kiva came along and he was melamed. What you're doing is terrible. You're making her disgusting in the eyes of her husband. You're taking away her makeup. You're taking away her clothing. She's, she... She loses her feminine touch, whatever it is. It's going to cause a disaster. This is the Gemara talk. This is Rebbe Kiva talking. Rebbe Kiva. But we have to explain the simple Psha in the word. What do you mean, distance yourself? She should be in Tuma. She's Tmeya. She has to go to the Mikvah. I don't, I don't know, and I don't want to get into it, but it's something to think about. There, there, there are people in, in different societies that, let's say, shave their wife's head. I, I don't know where, so there's a lot of discussion about it. There's some cipher. I'm not the first person discussing it. But we have to see how this fits in. Think about how does this fit into the Gemara. Are, is it making your wife unattractive to the point where you might divorce her? Is there an issue of, of, of unattractiveness? And listen to this. I was, this always shocked me. There's an organization in Eretz Yisrael that pays a kala, a thousand dollars, if she doesn't wear makeup to her chuppah. There's somebody out there that's busy with this, that finds the time and feels that it's extremely important that a kala should not wear makeup. And he pays her a thousand dollars. He goes collecting money. To me, it doesn't fit into this Gemara. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't want to get into politics. But 
I, I told it to somebody yesterday, and he says, where's this organization? I got to get my, my daughter in touch with this immediately. A thousand dollars, he doesn't care about the halacha bar, he just wanted a thousand dollars. Okay, anyway, this is the time of the Gemara. You don't tell a woman, don't put on makeup, and don't do this. Let's just do a few more lines. Anytime there was an Isra of Marasayin. So Rashi says, for instance, you don't wear armor. Why don't you wear armor? They're going to think you're going to war. You're not going to war in Shabbos. Or, what was another Marasayin? You don't line up your animals, your camels in a row, because it looks like you're going to the marketplace. Marasayin. So if you cannot do Marasayin, don't tell me, oh, nobody sees you. Even if you're in the bathroom. So listen to this. When, when we go to Chicago, since we only keep one day, we're there for Pesach, everybody is, is doing the Seder, and we are Israelis. We could do, we're not Israeli, but we live in Israel. So we could do Malacha, but you can't do Malacha when you're in America. You can't do Malacha. Not only that, you cannot do Malacha even Bechad Vichadar. So you can't go into the bathroom and check out your text and your iPhone. It doesn't work. That's the Psach, basically. There are people that don't know this, and people that, that argue with this maybe, but the basic halacha is, you cannot do melacha anywhere, even bechadri chadarim. So, so we don't gain anything by being there that day. The, oh, we just don't have to say that God, but we have to join them by the Seder. It's not nice if we go to sleep. So you enjoy that. And you can't do any mukta, so then what's the big thing? All right. You can't take an animal out, even if the, with a bell, even if the bell is stuffed with something. You could stuff it up and bring the animal into a chatzar. Now, what's a chatzar? A chatzar is considered. Oh, I'm. I'm. Look, on zoom also. Okay, a chatzar is considered a private place, so it's. I like that picture. It's great. Just keep it like that. It's it's unbelievable. I look amazing. We're, we're finished. We're finished. Hold on. So says If your clothing falls into a puddle in rain, you could lay it out and let it dry. People are gonna think you did laundry today. Baruch Hashem, it froze all the way at the end of the year, not the beginning of the year. People are gonna think. Oh, oh, Gershon did it by mistake. He's here to help. It's Gershon's fault. He's, that's what he said. So don't worry about it. We're done. It says like this, so it's actually Machlokes Tanoim, whether or not in Chadri Chadarim you're allowed to do Malacha or not. Have a wonderful day, night, tomorrow, 7.15, regular time. Be'ez HaShem, pretty soon we'll be back in the Be'ez Medrash, Be'karev, no more Corona. Amen. Avi, please say 